Hello and welcome to Snack Time. I'm your host, Lindsay Adams, and thank you for listening and doing all this stuff. You're so appreciated and wow, love it. We're killing it, everybody. Obviously, I uh, just phoned that in, but I do mean it. So um, I am excited, though, for our guest today. Um, Super funny, super talented. Also picked a fucking killer childhood snack. Um, so welcome to the pod, Langston Kerman. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're it. here. Um, yeah, Langston, thanks for being on the podcast. Fuck yeah. And talking about fucking snacks. I, I wasn't sure we could curse, but I went in hot and, and here we are, you know? Did the pink throw you? For some reason, it makes it seem like a children's podcast. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 it has a, you know, we're talking about kids' experiences and, and things that uh, that Ew. that we enjoyed as children. It felt like maybe, maybe you don't cuss, but fuck That's, that. We're cussing. Yeah. No, absolutely. I, it would literally kill me if there are children listening. <laughs> if they're listening, they're honestly, they're very demented and sick and um, it, it'll ruin them. Well, but, you just lost half your fan base of demented children that, that love your <laughs> podcast. Imagine. I try to look at the analytics of who looks at it and I don't understand. So it doesn't yeah. matter. There's a I know reason my mom that, listens. Uh, that like Nate Silver at a point was like an important man in this country. Just being able to read all <laughs> those like analytics and statistics are, it's a real yeah. thing. And then those people uh, show that they have a personality outside of that. And we're like, no, 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 no. We yeah, don't like anything not. you're saying. Do you curse on your podcast? Oh, all the time. Constantly. Oh, that's what I thought. I was like, wait, do you bleep it out? That's no, I, I I guess it's a very antiquated uh idea to even presume that you couldn't cuss on stuff anymore. Like it's who's who's not cussing, you know? I know. Well, I don't know. There are clean comedy shows and they request it and I say no every time. Um, yeah, kill those people. <laughs> exactly murder them I, that's the response when they're like it's a benefit for kids with cancer and I'm like absolutely fucking not kill them no. um. <laughs> there's that um I'm, I'm sure you've seen it there's like that that uh comedy sort of like branded thing called dry bar that that I think yeah. their entire premise is like we're gonna get comedians being edgy but not cussing and it's like yeah. all right so just mediocre jokes for an hour tight I love yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. But they're still like, they're definitely, every now and then my mom is like, it makes you seem uneducated. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, I mean, great. Yeah, I, I chose a profession that doesn't require an education. I'm yeah. not, I'm not here to prove that my degrees are, are still useful. I'm, I'm here to talk about pussy dog. That's yeah. Half of America is not educated. Why would I target the people that care if I sound educated? No. And also smart people turn on you so much faster than dumb they ones do. do. You they know, do. I feel They're like smart people are going to be the ones that as soon as you say something incorrect, are going to write think pieces and sort yep. of like, oh, talk about how they always knew that you were problematic and dumb people are like, I don't know, dog. 
keep keep doing you. I yeah, like, like, I like what you funny. got. That's funny. I like yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, they literally don't care as much. I'm I'm like terrified of smart people listening to my comedy. I because I will be canceled immediately, and I say dumb stuff constantly. Sure. So. I'm not, I'll never, I will always say dumb things and I will never uh, claim to know anything. So just putting yeah, it aside. I, I, uh, you know, my podcast is, is about conspiracy theory and I occasionally invite a smart person on to, yeah. to sort of like get their takes on some of these things. And it's always a, a weird tiptoeing and uncomfortable conversation that I don't enjoy. And then, you know, I invite my dumbass comedian friends on and I have a blast. And we just say problematic stuff and we accuse the presidents of murdering children. And it's, yeah. it's a great time, you know? QAnon, right? Everyone's a pedophile. Right? Yeah. Let's, let's get messy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, everyone may be a pedophile. Who knows? What is pedophilia? Oh, yeah. Never mind. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what's the definition? Where's the island? Um, there's a lot, there is a lot (laughs) to unpack there. And I think that now we've definitely moved in the territory of this absolutely not being a children's podcast. Oh, Um, if it was, you're done. You're done in the children's market for sure. But we're the same age. You re I recently, so, so we're in the same nostalgia bracket of what Mm -hmm. this sits in of like 90 snacks, everything artificial, Oh, you know, yeah. the weirder and grosser, the better. I brought up like purple ketchup, green ketchup. Do you remember Hell that? Yeah, I remember that shit. Yeah. That shit where they were like, oh, you're putting ketchup on everything. Why don't you paint the walls with it? Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, fuck. Yeah, we will. And all the parents were like, we're going to kill ourselves. Yeah, it's like, like, oh, you like ketchup? Well, what if it looked like garbage paste? Would you still (laughs) eat it? And we're like, yeah, I think I think I would. Well, it's like they we were like the one I think it was like they found out that the slime on Nickelodeon was pudding. I think Mm -hmm. there was like something that came out about that. And then for me, all I thought about was eating slime and like wanting to go on Nickelodeon. That made you more attracted to the slime. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit. It's fucking edible. That's insane. You and I had very different reactions to that news. Really? (laughs) (laughs) How did you react? I I did not like the idea of being covered in pudding. That that bugged the fuck out of me. Uh, Really? I I don't think the the fact that it was edible changed the, the just, ugh. If imagine just being soaked in tapioca pudding, that that doesn't sound great. I mean, it's not amazing, but I don't hate it. Like most of Double Dare, didn't they have an ice cream sundae slide where you had to dive into a giant thing of whipped cream? Yes. And and, and what I'd say is that if I know that I'm going into a giant slide of whipped cream, that's a fun evening. That's, that's yeah. a great time. But if I think I'm going into slime, un, un, yeah. un, un sort of documented slime and then find out it's pudding, I'm devastated. Sure. Sure. I mean, I guess I understand that to me, I was like, Oh, this is Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. Mm. 
Where like, everything I, is delicious. And everything. I would have tried to eat. I did try to eat everything. I did have an episode where I think I talked about, I feel like I have pica or pica. Have you heard oh. of this? I really think that I uh, am, have like a slight case of it where I just like, if something, I'm like, is this edible? Let me try. And it's like, <laughs> nope, that's plastic. <laughs> I do like the idea of you being on a family double dare and then uh after hours of eating slime you you try to take a bite out of mark summers you know just a big old just a big old bite out of the host of the show i'm like are you but are you edible i think it's like liza koshi i think they brought it back and i think that i could be wrong i don't know anyone's names um so i'll get this wrong but i, I think i host. don't know if that's true but that sounds more true than anything i've ever heard that that yeah uh, that that girl who is both uh, very talented and I couldn't tell you what she does yeah. uh, would be the host of of the new version of Double Dare. Yeah, she's a YouTuber and now has a bajillion other things. She's very rich. Um, I don't know how YouTubers are able to do as many things as they are. I tried to be a YouTuber. I still am low-key trying, but oh, I... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, look, I aspire to it. Uh, have I made a video in a long time? No. Did I buy a camera off of a film student that desperately needed the money? Absolutely. Oh, so maybe sure. <laughs> I was like, hey, <laughs> this poor kid on Facebook Marketplace was just like, sure, I'll sell it to you for 200 And I was like, okay, I mean, this is a $500 camera. But yeah, absolutely. I'm happy All to right. do that. Yeah. I was yeah. like, sick, bro. Um, Let's get you I, some subscribers. You, you got to get your YouTube back up. I know. I know. Well, it's the editing and it's like, I want to pay a young person to do like the stuff for me. That's hard. And I feel like that's attainable. I just have to find someone that's like young and interested in making an old person cool. <laughs> That's a Craigslist ad if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Who wants to make an old person cool? I talk about snacks. It's serious. Um, <laughs> but let's get into your childhood snack. So you Hell chose yeah. shock parts. Yes. I. Which, yes. Do, should I just tell you everything? Yeah. Tell that, me. Tell me everything that led you to shock tarts. Give me I, the fucking scoop. I'm um I, I'm a sour guy, you know, Great. like as far as snacks are concerned. I love Sour Punch Straws. I love fucking Sour Patch Kids. And yeah. Shock Tarts were the sourest of all the sours that you could get pretty pretty much everywhere at a certain point. Now, sure. some may argue Warheads were uh, more sour than Shock Tarts. Yes. But what I would argue is Warheads are not as uh, readily available and certainly uh, weren't, weren't as easily accessible, at least where I'm from. Really? Where are you from? I'm from Chicago. So like right, well, Oak right. Park, Illinois. So right outside of, of Chicago. That's where you grew up. And yeah, they didn't exactly. Were the, and you guys didn't have warheads as readily available? We had them, but it wasn't like you could go to the, every gas station and just walk away with a, a reasonable pack of warheads. If you wanted warheads, you had to buy like $10 worth of warheads because they were in that big ass like, uh, like, yeah. uh, 
uh, Costco sized uh, bag of warheads. I couldn't, I couldn't afford it, nor could I justify <laughs> that as a, as a young person. <laughs> but shocks aren't you can get those in a, a pack that seemed reasonable to eat, even though in retrospect, any shocks arts is not, it's bad for you. These are, these are not healthy snacks. No, I mean, no. Well, did your parents let you have shit like that? Like, would your parents buy you candy as a snack? Constantly. Uh, <gasps> I I had no one in my life to tell me otherwise that, that yes! the things that I was consuming uh, potentially could have a negative effect on me or my body. In fact, every day, I remember for like two summers while we were living in this area called Forest Park, I would walk to a gas station that was like right across the alley from where I lived. Yeah. And I would buy like a pack of shock tarts, uh, 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 Hershey's cookies and cream candy bar and a big gulp and the big gulp you could refill multiple times in a day because that was right. back when like you could just show back up with the same cup and they were like, yeah, you, you bought that. <laughs> you can refill it. And so I would refill my big gulp like twice in a day with like fucking Mountain Dew and then yes. eat shock tarts and uh and cookies and cream. So, you know, I can't touch my toes as an adult. And I, <laughs> I think that's the reason why. You know what's funny is that you were grossed out by the idea of slime being edible, but you drank Mountain Dew. Yeah. <laughs> like that to me, I mean, no judgment because I used to down i was big on diet mountain dew energy and energy drinks whoa like my shit was like i would stop at a gas station on my way to high school because my mom when i was a kid i wasn't allowed to have like anything like artificial or fuck my mom was like big healthy so i was a fiend by the time i got to high school so in high school in the morning i would stop by a gas station i would pick up a pack of cigarettes and three huge NOS energy drinks mm. and a diet Mountain Dew or a diet Coke. And then I'm big on like, for some reason I would get lifesavers, mm. like some, some weird shit like that. But also they had Sour Patch Kids in the vending machine at our school. Whoa. Okay. So you guys had a, you guys had a solid vending machine then. We had a, a good vending machine. The Sour Patch Kids were the first to go. I don't really remember the other shit that was there, but I know that there was a point where parents rallied and were like, this is fucked up. You can't we keep like, serving this to our to our sweet babies. No, they were like, how dare you? And in retrospect, I I would be pissed if I had kids going to school that just like could get spare change and eat candy after I pay money for their food. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I would care if I'm being honest. <laughs> That's great. I think, I think what I would like to do with, with my children is figure out a better strategy to communicate healthy and unhealthy without having to regulate the shit. So it's just like, yeah. I, I just needed someone to explain it to me earlier so that I didn't create habits, but I don't think Got there's it. anything wrong with like kid, like your body's built to bounce and, and, yeah. and, and handle things differently than, uh, than adults are. But like, 
you should build some habits so that when you turn 24 and your body starts to change, you're not like, ah, what's happening to me? You should be like, no, I did this. I know exactly what's <laughs> happening to me. This is something I built on my own. Yeah. I mean, that's like actually an incredibly healthy, I mean, you're a new dad. Mm -hmm. So this is, you know, now this is not just hypothetical. No. Um, and my and daughter is, uh, is currently in the 98th percentile in weight and is like obsessed with food, like <gasps> constantly eating. So it. she's going to be a little fat fuck and I got to do everything I can to, to at least help her understand the choices that she, she's making. Yeah. I mean, that's dope. I love that. I, yeah. I'm, my mom was like very like anytime I would go towards something, she would be like, that's garbage. That's disgusting. That's bad for you. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, fuck you. You're and right. that was so now I like I'm I'm gross. And I'm like, if it, that's why I was like, <laughs> oh, slime. That seems like something I could eat. And my mom wouldn't like clock it as being. <laughs> Yeah. Like and see, I don't want slime. that. I don't want this yeah. like weird rebellious thing where you're like, my dad said I can't have that. So now I'm going to gorge on it, and you know, in the dark of the basement kind of vibes. I want like, I want real, you know, let's, let's figure it out together. I want you to know that, yeah, that thing might be unhealthy, but goddamn does it taste good. And maybe we could just have a little bit of it every once in a while instead of uh, three big gulps in an afternoon because no one told you otherwise. And you did start to, your body did start to feel it in your twenties. Uh, in my later 20, I've always been like a pretty skinny guy, but yeah. like, I think, you know, uh, I would argue that, that becoming skinny or becoming fat skinny, like that, that skinny fat shit <laughs> is maybe one of the grossest looks that exists of just like, cause fat, like chubby chubby is that could be cute that that looks yeah. like it, it's meant to be that way but when you're when you're like clearly not built the way that your body is meant to be built it who it you notice <laughs> that's so yeah i mean i have i was always i was a super chubby kid mm. and i was like i was just like a constant I mean, I was like a fat kid for sure. I think it was like 150 pounds when I was like in fifth grade. Mm. And like, so I was like the fat kid for sure stuffing my face. <laughs> so I was always like super conscious going back and forth between like being like crazy healthy and then eating like the worst possible things in the world. But I was way always drawn to the worst shit. My mom was like. The, the process of my mom trying to process me being like what you're talking about with the healthy habits, like in retrospect, looking back at her being like, okay, my daughter is overweight. How do we have this discussion? I remember her casually being like, are you, sh do you think that you want another brownie? And I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you're goddamn right. I want another brownie. I'd be like, leave me alone. You don't know me. Um <laughs> So you think. In in retrospect, you think that this was your mother's best attempt at at helping you at least uh, uh, try to eat better. Yeah. I mean, my mom was like a neurotic Jew who was like kind of a hippie and she wanted to do the best thing for me and my sister. And so we also were like taking vitamins 
Mm. When we were like kids, we would have like a little cup of vitamins, which Mm. was like a living nightmare. And she was just like, I want to like set them up for success. Sure. And I was like, here's the truth. (laughs) You fucking set me on a roller coaster. Yeah. Really going hard. But well, well, that's the the scariest thing about all of this stuff is like we're we're all going to blame our parents eventually, Mm -hmm. you know, and so it's like you want to do right by these people and you you try your best and then you say a bunch of ignorant things or uh, things that they're not going to like or or interpret the way that you intended. And then suddenly, you know, they make a podcast about the foods that they were. That they were shamed for as children. I know. And my mom listens to the podcast and will text me and be like, do you think I'm horrible? And I'm like, you literally tried to do the right thing. I just happen to also be an addict and be Mm. so deeply rebellious towards every single thing that you told me not to do. So, like, that's not on her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she didn't fuck me up, to be clear, with food. I 100% dove in. There's, like, there's <laughs> plenty of kids that are raised healthy that are just like, okay, but I know how to regulate, and I was not one of them. So- and I, I, I 100% get that because even as an adult, I know what it would take to get me in the, you know, we all have personal goals, things that we would love to see physically in ourselves. Sure. I know absolutely what it would take to get me to my goal, the the type of eating habits and strategies that I could employ to make sure that I look and feel exactly the way I want to feel. And every day I make a choice not to follow those, those habits because of my own personal, like uh, bad, bad decision-making and and wants for sweets and, and, but and is it and bad decision making or is it like this is the argument now and like the in like psychology and like eating disorder shit and like intuitive eating is like, is it bad or is it just a choice that makes you feel good that you're like actively making? Like, does it, is it have to be like labeled bad is the question. I, I don't think it has to be labeled bad. And I, th- I think that's probably a fair assessment that it's more complicated than good and bad. But I will say that if you, if that, that small moment makes you feel uh, euphoric for, for a second and then shame for, <laughs> 23 hours and not and 59 seconds then it probably wasn't the best decision do you know what, what I are mean? your sh- like, yes what are your shame choices uh i i'm just addicted to to sugar i i think oh, i yeah. i have a, an awful relationship with sugar and carbs so i i you know whenever possible i will snack and i'll snack on some shit that like Truly, I didn't need to have and don't feel better <laughs> after I have it. And like sure. I was talking to my wife about this the other day because she she made like a cake in the house. And I was like, as long as you guys, her and her mother tend to make just like cakes and cookies and shit. And as long as y'all keep doing that, I'm going to eat all of it. Like yeah. I, I don't have the ability to see that and walk away from it. So what I would prefer is we just didn't have it but I don't want you to feel like I'm not appreciative of the shit you're making. I love it. And I love it too much to walk away from it. 
That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. As someone who bakes all the time, but I have this like, I, but has the same mentality around like I cannot have it sitting around. Mm-hmm. Um, I count on my husband to eat it all. Yeah, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's a very slight guy. I'm sure he can handle eating this stuff. Yeah. But at the end of the day, don't don't make his body suffer through. <laughs> through the the delicious goodness of whatever you've made. Yeah, I mean like I will like I've I've got like if there's cookies around, if if I'm making something and he's like, "Oh, I'm not into that." I'm more prone to not make it mm. because I know that he's not going to eat it. And if he doesn't taste something when I'm done, I'm just like furious. So yeah, <laughs> it isn't fair. But he's also skinny, so I'm kind of like, who cares? You run every day. Like, get over it. But no, you're right. I get it. I get it from the husband's perspective, blah, blah, blah. It's hard yeah. on you. You're, I guess what I came on difficult. this podcast to say is men are victims. And if we can just get to the root of that. <laughs> if women could stop baking and get out of the kitchen, literally... Like, if anything, it's kind of a feminist take. Uh, I'd know. say so. It's a feminist take. You want women out of the kitchen. I they want don't women need out to of bake. that goddamn kitchen. Back Get in the workplace out. where they belong. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm a sweets person, too. I've had a lot of people on the podcast who are not. They are, mm. like, strictly savory. Their sweets are not interesting to them which is insane to me because candy is such a gorgeous invention. Yeah, no, it's, it's the greatest poison I think ever, ever put on this planet, you know? Yeah. It's, I think uh, you, yes. some could argue that alcohol, I guess is more whatever, but like, no candy. I, the highs I've, I felt from like just getting real fucked up on, on a pile of candy is I think better than, than a lot of, if not all of my drunken nights. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Do you after shows? I talked about this a little bit on Eddie Pepitone's episode, but after shows, if I have like a a long set or something like that, or I'm out like on the road, I will get a piece of candy Mm -hmm. and like reward myself. (laughs) Yeah, no, 100 percent. That's like. I love yeah, a celebratory like uh pie, you know, like just uh sweet. That's yeah. that's my shit. Well, it's easier in a bigger city too. LA it's a lot easier to just go home, get in your car um mm-hmm. after a show, but in like Chicago or New York or a city that's walkable, if you're going past a corner store or a bodega of some sort, I'm always like, yeah, absolutely. This feels like the opportunity to eat candy. I think the the thing that fucks me up uh, often is is the late nights and and the isolation. So like, uh, for example, just having the kid has made my eating habits better because I tend to go to bed earlier and more, with like a more stringent schedule. But like yeah. when I'm on the road and I'm in fucking cleveland or whatever shit town that like i i find myself in there's there's no rule about when i need to go to bed there's nobody i'm obligated to and therefore i go to the hotel you know like a lobby buy a bunch of shit and then sit awake watching tv and eating snacks and now yeah 
you know, Papa feels bad about himself in the morning. <laughs> it's true, though. There is something really fucked up and weird about being like in a different. I mean, even just like going somewhere like Palm Springs. I'm mm -hmm. just like, which is like an hour and a half away. Yeah. I, or Joshua Tree or whatever. I'm just like, yeah, you know, got to got to get my snacks and sit up and not go to sleep till 4 a.m. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, what, why? Why do you think the world changed just because your location is slightly askew from where well, you were before? Totally. And I think like sleeping next to someone, I'm so conscious of like the screens and like like my husband can't fall asleep with the TV on. That's like a thing he hates. And I love it. I could play. I could listen to the TV all night. Um, <laughs> and so we don't do that. But like if I'm on my own, I will play. I will go through a whole series on Netflix, just letting it ride while I sleep. Yeah, we we <laughs> there. There are a few habits that like. I again, I know I could I could employ to break some of my relationships with uh, sweets and and staying awake all night is one of them, like truly going yeah. to bed, just stop eating at 8 p.m. And I feel so much better about myself than uh, the alternative. And I refuse. I truly I can't yeah. get myself to stop. No, 100 percent. I got like physically I ate so much last night so much food we got korean for dinner and i ate so much food that i was like well, how how is it that i just do this to my body <laughs> like, well, I, like, <laughs> I don't understand i was like this is so good i don't it's not fair that it could be so good but it feels so bad well what i what i will say is that uh korean people i think uh do a mean thing to americans in that they serve us everything that they have available at at their restaurants all those little appetizers that that <sighs> come with the meal and and all the stuff, all the the fancy, they they overserve. I think Americans in a way that there's no way the average Korean is eating like this uh, for their meals. Okay, I always think about that because they're always dipping shit in cheese, and I just like am so I'm so confused. How every if that's how Koreans eat all the time, how are they not fatter than Americans? Because they don't eat like that, they just they just know our fat asses like it. So they're like, yeah, you. you I mean, you I like do. That, I fucking you? love it. You're melting cheese on like on fucking beef. You're like, I, I mean, I'll dip anything in cheese. So it's like <laughs> I don't. They're eating like a cheese soup. I it, it's insane. How do you walk away from that? Yeah. It's just dumping dairy, and you don't often get dairy in Asian food. So... No, apparently I uh, this is a weird thing that I just happen to know because of my podcast. Ninety percent apparently of of uh, Asian people are lactose intolerant. That, I've heard that it's that. like an insanely high number of the average like Asian person is a is lactose intolerant, which is why most of their foods don't incorporate dairy at all. Yeah, and except for Koreans, I guess because they're fucking. Well, that's also what's interesting, too. In Asia, there's a lot of milk candies that I don't think have any dairy in them. Mm -hmm. Like, it's to get the milk flavor. Like, when we were we went to Thailand, like, years ago, and milk-flavored things were huge. Yeah. So, they also, they love a, a bean paste. 
Like yeah. uh, they love stuff that's like sweet red beans, and it's like I don't know, dog. That's not that's not how I do my candy, but cool. You I tried know. It. I know. I mean, I love trying candy from different countries, but I'm pretty white about it. I can't decide if it's white or American. It makes me think white because I don't like Mexican candy because it's spicy. Mm, I see. I think it's uh, at least the way that I've always interpreted my my relationship with other people's candy is I'm just very it's the one thing I truly am patriotic about. Like I. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about this country for a lot of reasons. And I think that, you know, a lot of what we stand for is just uh, propaganda and backwardsness. But as far as candy is concerned, you know, it's like I, I'll eat a Snickers and be like, I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though. Like the lack of regulation is just honestly, if you don't take advantage of it, then it's a tragedy. Like they can't have so many of these foods in other countries because they're literal poison. Yeah. Like their, their government is literally like, this is a drug. This is poison. We can't allow our country to serve this. this to our people. We care about no. our people. No. And America's like, okay, but what if it tasted really fucking good? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's and the crazy part, right? Is like, uh, I, I went to, uh, I went to fucking Scotland two years ago, right? Yeah. To, for the Edinburgh Fest and uh, was there for, for essentially a month. And uh, I went to Ireland and then Scotland and was away for like a month and a half. Um, and I lost so much weight being there. And it's not like I changed my eating habits. I was just yeah. walking a lot more and I was eating foods that aren't sort of like doused in like these odd like uh chemicals that sort yeah. of like make the thing more sustainable or or taste better or whatever the fuck it is and it is it's that weird thing of like we truly are just like allowing our country our government to poison us more effectively for, for to stretch our food to to enjoy the taste to to add a little extra oomph to whatever bullshit we put in our mouths well, it's like capitalism is king in America, obviously. Mm -hmm. So <clears throat> anything that makes money and cuts corners, it's brilliant, honestly. Yeah. Like, And so much of this stuff was manufactured in the early 1900s, like 19, in between 1930 and 1950s, 60s, there was like a lot of snack innovation that happened where right. some of it is things were becoming automated with machines. And so, like, a lot of cereals were, like, accidentally, like, puffed out. They were like, what the, f what if we just, like, puff rice? <laughs> <laughs> they were like, yo, what do you think would happen if we just, like, put these, like, little fucking wheat sacks in a puffer? Oh, that, so that makes sense it. because before <clears throat> that, they were referring to oatmeal as, like, hot cereal. Right. And so it wasn't you would just pour milk over like whatever grain you had and that would essentially be cereal. And then at some point, based on what you're saying, they were like, man, puff that shit up, dog. Let's, yeah, let's go crazy. They were like, you know, the shelf life on this would be incredible. And right. it's really like, there's nothing to it. We charge a bunch of money. They eat it. We add fun colors. Fruit Loops are fucking great. Mm -hmm. They're 
Lucky Charms, putting marshmallows in cereal. I Genius. mean, bananas. The, imagine eating a s'mores for breakfast, like a just a plain s'mores. You don't have to imagine. It's available. It's on the market. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it, I'm sure. I mean, like, the uh, it's American snacks and packaged goods are uh, glorious. And, I mean, and that, some- that was what was so crazy about fucking Cookie Crisp was yes. like, you literally just just shrunk some Oreo, uh, not, not Oreos, some Chips Ahoy, and put those bad boys in cereal, and then would somehow pitch it to to children and their parents as a part of a balanced diet. And there's no way it could be part of a balanced diet, even if you yeah. only had a little bit of it every day. You are doing, you are making your diet imbalanced from the start, from the beginning yeah. of your morning. A hundred percent. I mean, now as an adult, if I eat a lot of sugar in the morning, it takes me out. I got to take a nap. Mm. I can't like it's it was like in my 20s that I like had a huge cinnamon bun from Ann Sather's in Chicago. Oh. That You remember the cinnamon buns? <clears throat> no, I'm a cinnamon man, though. I like cinnamon. You're a cinnamon man. I mean, yeah. cinnamon buns are just like there it's like puts you to sleep it's at this point like it's just so heavy um so i can't do sugar in the morning like that i mean i will i to be clear i will <laughs> i can't but i will sure do you, i'm brave enough you eat... to keep fighting that fight yeah i mean look we all we all have to have a hill to die on mm-hmm. so um did you have like sugary cereal when you were a kid Honestly, what's weird, is, as much as I love sweets, my favorite cereals are the are the ones that aren't sugary. I, yeah, I love plain Cheerios. I love like uh like corn checks. I'll yeah, I'll, I'll fuck up some some rice checks, some corn checks. I'm not, I don't discriminate. I I fuck with uh the I the sweetest cereal I really like is Kicks, and that ain't really that sweet. It's like still just puffed up rice. Yeah. Josh Gondelman's episode was his favorite food or his favorite snack was kicks. Oh, hell yeah. That was his. And I had kicks a lot growing up too, because it was considered the healthy cereal. Um, yeah, kicks I, were great. They were too expensive were for my home, but they were. Were they? Great. Yeah. The I kicks think they was, had the uh, off brand. Yeah, we, we were a, a bagged cereal family. Did you uh, have for siblings? For the most part, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm the oldest of five. Five. Uh, but we, yeah, there's a lot of us, but in a in a very disjointed way. We're not. We weren't all always in the same home because of uh, mixing and matching of of parents. Yeah. 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 So did you like fight your siblings for the good snacks, or did you? I think were you guys like independent. I think what ends up happening naturally, and I'm much older than all of my siblings, so it wasn't as much of like a a brutal fight. But I do think what ends up happening is when you're in a house with as many people oftentimes as I was in a house with, you build habits where uh, you 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 rush to get to whatever's there and you yeah. go back for seconds quickly at the possibility that when you go back, there'll be nothing left. So yeah. I think there was, there wasn't as much of like fighting, but it did build like shitty habits of being like, okay, I'm full. Uh, but I, I still, 
I should go back and get more just in case uh, yeah. you know, the other ones are going to take the last of what I, I like. And then totally. now all of a sudden you've had two dinners because you were trying to keep your siblings, I guess, from having one. I don't know. <laughs> No, I mean, there's something that's devastating getting to an empty dish of some, like the end of something is devastating. And yes. my husband will leave a corner of something. So it's like he eats a bag of chips and he leaves like crumbs mm -hmm. and then we'll put it back and be like, I'm not done yet. And I'm like, you're absolutely done. And I mean, yeah. <laughs> you're absolutely done. And this is mine now. Yeah, what um, is the sick game you're playing here? It's so weird. He'll leave a corner of a sandwich. He'll leave a corner of like, if he eats like chicken fingers, he leaves like the crunchy end. It's oh, like, no, this is twisted. It's so fucked. Um, and he, I forgot what his reasoning was, but he has like some like logic that he like throws out there, but like, that sort of to me getting like getting to the end of something is so devastating that I do the same thing. And in my family, we would hoover everything. So like we would just like eat it so fast. So I just mm -hmm. like I'm a hugely fast eater. I had to learn not to pull off of people's plates because my dad did that constantly without oh, asking. would just like finish and then grab food yeah. off of yours. Damn. Yeah. And when we were at restaurants, he would straight up be like, what's that taste like? And so I used to do that. And people were like, you're disgusting. And I'm like, okay, well, if you're not sharing, then why are we at a table? Oh, see, like I'm, <laughs> I'm such a, uh, I'm such a, a fucking like a uh, caveman and like that I, I cover my food and I eat it quickly, but I, if somebody reaches for my shit, I'll, I'll bite the fuck out of your hand. I hate shared plates. I don't like tapas. I don't want to fucking have to eat less of a thing so that we can all enjoy it. Suck my dick and order it like an adult or don't get it at all. You know? Okay. But then you can't get variety. And that's like the, you gotta, you gotta get a bite of everything. I don't feel that way. I've always believed in the choices that I've made. And, and if I, if I wanted fucking spaghetti, I get the spaghetti. I don't need to know what the squid pasta tasted like. I'm good. Wow. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. I fully disagree. I mean, I still, <laughs> now I, now I ask when I eat off of people's plates, are you a sharer? I like straight up. will just be like, are you a sharer? Do you want to share? You can have anything you want off of my plate. And now like my husband knows if I'm like, you can finish whatever I have. And he's like, do you want to fry? Like you can have a fry. Do you want to fry? Or he'll be like, give me a chance to get into it before you right. fucking, um, but whatever. I mean, I just, I feel like food waste is a problem and I'm solving it. And that's, unfortunately, you're not. I No, I, whew, I'm solving it. I just ain't, uh, I'm not solving it for all of the varieties. I'm just focused on the one specific item and I'll finish every drop of it. See, that's also why it's interesting when people are like, my habit as a kid was like going to a corner store and getting like the one thing. Like getting or mm -hmm. like getting like the pack of you said like shock tarts and cookies and cream bar. Yeah. That to me, I'm like, no, you got to get like the full ass bag. No, because once you find the shit that you like, why, why change it? Why, <laughs> why ever try anything else? You know, I so they don't have shock tarts anymore, but shock tarts have like 
had a weird evolution. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so funny. The idea, first of all, nobody gives a shit about most of this. And there are like massive corporations and like idiotic people at the top who get paid millions of dollars to be like, you know what? We need to not call it shock tarts anymore. Yeah, like, I, this that, needs a recipe change. That's the thing, right? And and I'm sure you did the research on all of this, but they're like sour sprees now, or like, or yeah. or so, they're they're the same thing, but with like a more generic branding. And I guess shock tarts was offensive somehow. I don't, I don't know exactly what happened that made well, them do that. They went by two. Well, here we go. Uh, let's get into two truths and a lie, and we can get some uh, facts in here and learn some history about right. this. So, here are the three statements. You're going to decide what the lie is. Okay. Okay. First, we've got shock tarts are listed on a website called oldtimecandy.com. <laughs> <laughs> two, shock tarts are also known as shockers. They were changed when the stronger version was made. Mm. Three, a mom in Minnesota sued the candy company for giving her son mouth sores from shock tarts. Uh, I'm going to say the first one is a lie and the latter two are true. Okay, you're wrong. It's literally on an old time candy website. Oh, it's man. <laughs> the, wait, the mouth sores can't be true then. No, it's not. Yeah, because the um, shockers, like- I, I remember them being shockers uh, as soon as yeah. you said that. I was like, yeah, I do remember that. Well, it's weird because I remember them as shock tarts, but everywhere, if you Google shock tarts, shockers comes up. Mm-hmm. And I literally, it's like one of those things where I'm like, no, there's no way. That's what it was called. It's like, well, you, you don't realize that the brand name of something, I'm, I can't think of one of the good ones right now, but there's certain brand names that, fuck, I can't remember. It's like, well, it's, the, it's that Mandela out. effect thing. And it's like, uh, like the fuck the, uh, they did that episode of, um, of John, John, whoever, uh, fuck. What is that funny man? Yeah, John, name? whoever, you know, John, whoever, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, John, whoever. No, I can't. Uh, yeah, I can't think of it right now. But there's like certain names that just Stouffer's Stovetop is an example. Yes. It's not Stouffer's. It never yeah. was Stouffer's, but we all called it Stouffer's Stovetop. And it's, I think, Kellogg's Stovetop stuffing yeah. or some shit. And if you look at an- another good one is Oatmeal Cream Pies. Mm. So Oatmeal... Uh, sandwich cookies, oatmeal cream pies. Like if you look up oatmeal, cr- first of all, cream is spelled C-R-E-M-E. Mm-hmm. Um, which I just like would never, I don't know. I would never like, what, what did I call it? Opal oatmeal cream. I'm just going to Google it while I am on here. Oh, yeah, I always call it oatmeal cream pies. Um, somebody would call it oatmeal cookie. Like oatmeal cream cookies. Oh no, I was an oat I oatmeal cream pie is what I what I thought they were called, and I'm devastated to find out that that's that's maybe not the case. 
No, it says it on the package, but like there's a million people that I talked to that were like, no, that's not what it is. Um, but I also just didn't realize that cream was spelled that way. And Creme. so I mean, yeah, what because it's not real cream. They tried to make it fancy, but yeah, I think they um, were just trying to to turn a uh twenty-five cent uh <laughs> package of, of yeah. poison into something that people felt respectable eating well yeah i mean they were like look it's um it's healthy it's oatmeal so what are we doing um but yeah so i mean i would see a mom's there was like lots of mom lawsuits in the late 90s early 2000s which is partially why a lot of these foods got discontinued mm -hmm. um like that was a main reason Dunkaroos disappeared initially because they were too sugary Damn. Um, and people like rallied and now they're back and it's a different recipe. They don't taste as good. Right. Um, but that was like the original reason why they disappeared. There were moms that sued fruit snacks companies for trying to like market fruit snacks as being healthy when they were candy like all these like moms were like mad basically and they were like stop fucking making our kids eat candy <laughs> and in in retrospect those moms they were correct right like they were probably yeah. making a good choice for their families when they make that choice that said if that were my mom i would shoot her in the foot do you know what i mean yeah. like how awful of a mom are you to to make your kid have to deal with this kind of parenting on a imagine, daily basis. Imagine if your mom was the mom responsible for getting rid of Dunkaroos. Imagine oh my just God. carrying that baggage. And there's no way that doesn't end up in like a a local paper, right? Like that's not right. This this is be going this is going to be public information. And at the point that it's public information, you go to school as a kid who is the, the, I guess, the patriarch of the death of your, your favorite candy or snack. Yeah. Oh, I mean, that's that mom's life. That's that. It, I don't know what time you have on your hands. If right. you're the kind of person that can, that can create that lawsuit and back that charge. But like, that's in therapy. There's a kid in therapy or there was a kid in therapy that was like, yeah, my mom like got rid of Dunkaroos and it fucked me up for life. And mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I <laughs> everyone I, wants to know where they went. My mom got rid of Dunkaroos and now I uh, I don't know how to love. I, I don't <laughs> know if I can ever truly connect with another human being. It, it would it would fuck me up for sure. I mean, that's and but you, you sound look, you're not going to fuck your daughter up. I mean, you will, but you won't. You know oh, what I mean? I will. <laughs> it just I mean, won't you be will. Dunkaroo style. But yeah, yeah it won't I'm be Dunkaroo style. If you're like, here, do this. Your your whole mentality sounds good to me. I mean, who knows? I'm going to like honestly give my children food problems. When I have kids, they're going to have problems. And I just don't know what to tell them. Yeah. I mean, they're just going to be fucked up in a bunch of ways that I'm already prepared for. And look, go to therapy. I'm planning on being rich enough to pay for it. Um. Okay, so let's do the next round of two truths and a lie. Okay. So we've got in 2000, and this is all shock tarts related. In 2002, <laughs> they replaced, <laughs> did my research big on facts. 
In 2002, they replaced the lime green with apple flavor. Mm. That's one. Um, the In 2004, they replaced the cherry with watermelon. Mm. And in 2007, they replaced the yellow with pineapple. Okay. The yellow feels like the lie because it's just yellow before this. <laughs> like you didn't specify what the, the first flavor was. So it, it makes me feel like maybe this is, uh, there, there's a little more nebulous uh, thing happening here. So I'm going to say that one. Okay. That's the lie. You're right. This was Fuck easy. Yeah. I made it too easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They, I, they replaced, I like lime. So like, I'm a little bummed. I don't care for apple flavored candy. I, hmm, not like. I don't know that I have discerning enough taste buds to be disappointed by anything shock tarts did in terms of like uh, changing their flavors. I personally was, I've always been a big fan of what they've done. And when they, you know, sure. it's similar to when um, Domino's like made that big announcement that they were like changing their recipe and they were sorry for making us all eat shit for years. And all my friends celebrated. Thank God Domino's is finally going to make something respectable. And I was the only one standing there like, fellas, Domino's was perfect the way it was. We don't have, yeah. they don't have to change anything. I've never, never been mad at Domino's. I mean, Domino's isn't pizza. Like Domino's falls, and and I've also we've also addressed this before. There are categories of food or snacks that are labeled one thing, but they're yep. actually something completely different. So Domino's exactly. is not pizza, but Domino's is fucking delicious. It's the best. In the same way that Taco Bell is not Mexican food, it is Taco Bell. Right. Exactly. You're getting something completely different. You mm -hmm. know what you're walking into. So anybody that's like ready to argue about authenticity or any sort of like whatever is is not on the same plane. That's like not what it is. It's the same thing. It's just like you're not like are the donuts in or like the donuts or whatever, like the powdered donut things or those donuts. I don't know. Are the mini muffins muffins? I don't fucking know. Like they're dough balls. Who gives a shit? Yeah. Um, You're not eating. You're not out here trying to fucking like all the light ice creams they have. That's not ice cream, but no, it's that's there's some of them are good. That's like uh, that's frozen aspartame, and you should enjoy if you like frozen aspartame. We got it, you know. Yeah, and personally, I do from time to time <laughs> enjoy frozen aspartame, and it fucks me up. I mean, yeah, I mean it's chemicals. It's not. Yeah, you know what I mean. So. Um, okay. Well, I want to get into, we've got three rounds of fuck, Mary kill Polly. So okay. you're familiar with fuck, Mary kill, correct? I am. Okay, great. So fuck, Mary kill Polly, exactly the same, except you choose an additional, you have an additional choice to be your Polly partner, which means that you're married in, in addition to your married partner. So you're married as your primary, but you do take this partner more seriously. So like I take my married partner more seriously, but my poly partner is more fun. 
Your poly partner, no, you take your poly partner seriously. So you're married as your primary. Your poly partner is more serious than when you're just fucking. Like just fucking is like one night stand fuck buddy. But like your poly partner is someone that you could like have an actual relationship with, just not the main relationship. I got you. I don't want to file them under my taxes, but they're they're a good partner all the same. Yeah. And you can also share them with your married partner. I mean, I don't know. It seems like there's no rules. So, you know, you set your own rules and (laughs) you can do whatever you want. Um, Okay. So here are your categories. We have that one best friend, cheese products, and sour. Mm. So here's, yeah. So here's that one best friend. We've got gushers. And some of these are throwbacks. So we've got gushers. Tricks yogurt. Do you remember that? Yeah, I do remember Tricks yogurt. Hell yeah. Tricks yogurt. We've got uh, 3D Doritos. Mm. And then we have dinosaur egg oatmeal. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, two. Fuck, Mary kill Polly. Well, I would uh, kill dinosaur eggs yogurt or or oatmeal fuck that that's no thank you i believe i had it a few times it didn't do anything for me uh i i would i would fuck oh wait did i give you the last one i don't think i gave you four you did give me four it was 3d burritos gushers tricks yogurt okay my bad yeah no you're good um so i would fuck uh the the mm, i would fuck the tricks yogurt okay that's i smashed it a few times as a child and i I was like this ain't that much different than regular yogurt but i see what y'all were going for and i i fuck with (laughs) that so uh i'd fuck tricks yogurt i would uh marry the gushers Specifically, Gushers had a sour Gushers option mm-hmm. uh, that were my absolute favorite thing uh, as far as like those fake uh, fruit snacks were concerned. Um, and then I guess I'd be Polly with 3D Doritos, although I don't remember. Uh, I guess they were like bugles, kind of. I, I don't remember enough yeah. about 3D Doritos. Do they make bugles anymore? I don't think so. I it's certainly I don't think you can just like walk into a, a gas station and be like, show me to your bugles, good man. You know, I, yeah. that's how I talk to gas station attendants. Do you? That's good to know for, uh, <laughs> for when people see you on the road. <laughs> um, Interesting. OK, I mean, I the dinosaur. I love a surprise. Look, I love a reveal. I love <laughs> I, I I love a makeover. I love so it's like I, am I a huge oatmeal fan? No, but the idea that you get this reveal is just like mm. I I have to I have to engage with it. You know what I so mean? So it was more the uh, the overall experience than it is the the taste of of said experience. Yeah, it's like the pomp and circumstance. Like that is. I I want the I want the lights camera action I want so I would mm. that would be my fuck I would fuck dinosaur oatmeal wow um yeah 
I mean, you know what? Because look, here's the thing. I'm not sticking around. It doesn't taste that great. No. It's not like incredible, but it's fun. It's yeah. fun. And I don't know how much fun I would have with the rest. When's, um, when's the last time, this is a genuine question. When is the yeah. last time that you had uh, some of those packaged oatmeals? Oh, fuck. I actually used to eat them in college all the time. I was like, mm -hmm. I ate them. I would have the plain one and I would put like raisins and cinnamon in it. So I would say like. I want to say maybe like 15 years ago. Okay. That makes sense because I, my wife had never had oatmeal. She hasn't eaten a lot of things. She was like, she was a super particular child and like refused to eat. She's any, a picky eater. She didn't even, she never had a hamburger until she was 21 years old. Like <gasps> a very picky eater that said, she is less that now. And so yeah. we, were, we were at the grocery store and she was like, what is, I can't remember if she was like, she probably said, ew, that looks gross. And I was like, and she was referring to the peaches and cream oatmeal, like instant oh oatmeal. Yeah. I was like, that shit bangs. You don't even realize <laughs> this shit fucking, it's fire. This was yeah. like the, the crux of everything I stood for as a child. And she was like, I would never eat that. I'm like, bitch, we buying it. We're going to eat some cookies and or yes. some, some peaches and cream oatmeal. And then I made some and made some is a weighted word. I heated up yeah. some <laughs> and we had it and it is so sugary. It is almost unbearable to enjoy. Shit. Shit. Yeah. It, yeah. it was devastating for me. That's the thing is like, there's so much of this nostalgic these nostalgic foods that you go to eat as an adult and you're like, does it still hit the same? Mm -hmm. And it doesn't. I had a Carvel ice cream cake recently and I was like, and I was because that's what I had growing up every year for my birthday. I would get like a Carvel ice cream cake and I was like mm -hmm. always the best thing in the world. And I, over the summer I was like, I'm an adult. I'll buy myself a Carvel ice cream cake. Like, why not? Yeah. And I did. And it was <laughs> disgusting. And yeah. I was so bummed. I was like, this doesn't taste like anything. I'm ruined. And I've, it's the same thing with several other foods. Like I had, I, I ate uh, fruit by the foot recently because they had pink starburst flavored fruit by the foot, which interesting i'm listening you know what i mean yeah yeah and and it was like not bad but it was like also like why don't i just eat starburst like why am right. i doing this to myself it's so thin it like disappears so quickly like a one fruit by the foot it's like no you eat the whole package you're an adult yeah. now yeah why am i making this more complicated than it needs to be just just fuck with the starburst yeah, exactly. So it's disappointing. Um, I would kill the 3D Doritos because that would cut up the roof of my mouth. <laughs> and I can't do it. That's fair. And I would I would marry the gushers. Never been Good sick choice. of a gusher. And I would poly with the tricks because I feel like you like kind of think it's healthy sometimes and I might even go fucking crazy and put the gushers in the tricks. Whoa. 
That's now that's a pro choice. I will say that that is one of my thing or was one of the things that I did often with the shock tarts was uh, put them in a liquid they didn't belong in. And really, hell yeah, you put some some shock tarts in a sprite and and Mm. let that that extra fizz kick in. And now you got shock tarts flavored sprite. God damn, that shit was good. Absolutely. It's so fucking good. I guess like that's how kids are making jungle juice in college now. Mm-hmm. They're taking like a bunch of candy and then they're dumping, which like, I don't know, maybe they always were, but I feel like it was never that innovative. Yeah. Candy um, wasn't the priority. We were uh, mixing alcohol first and foremost. And then. <laughs> right. Right. And I was yeah. like, oh God, that's a great idea. Like it's, uh, that's brilliant. Okay. So the next round is cheese products. Are you, do you like cheese? I mean, I should have asked this before, but who knows? I got a pack of string cheese in the crib that I keep on deck just in case your boy gets snacky. Good. Okay. So cheese products, we've got easy cheese and Ritz crackers, Mm. baby bell cheese, Handy snacks and cheese balls. Oh, okay. The uh, cheese balls, just to clarify, are like the like the planters cheese balls that come in like the oatmeal container. Uh like like cheese puffs? Yeah. But in the ball form? Yes. Okay. And what are handy snacks? Handy snacks are the little packages with crackers and the red stick. Oh, okay. That you spread on the the whole thing. The little poor kids charcuterie thing that they. Yeah. Well, actually, it's delicious. But yes, the poor kids charcuterie. (laughs) All right. Okay. I I think I've I'm I think I'm ready. Okay. I, and this is going to be controversial, I'd kill those cheese balls. Fuck them. I, I'm not a big fan of puffs in any form. I, I okay. don't really rock with them shits. And even when they're available to me, I'm I'm good. I don't really do that. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, I think I'd marry the Ritz and the, the... You're talking about them little sandwiches, right? Where the Ritz gets... No, but th- those are very fucking good. I'm talking about the easy cheese that you squirt on. Oh, so no, no, no. you have a Ritz cracker, and then oh. you would squirt on that cheese. I will say Ritz Bits sandwiches, which is what you're talking about, yeah. are one of my fucking favorite things. They're spectacular. That said, in yeah. response to, to that clarification, I would be poly with that. With okay. The, that seems like, oh, we're being adventurous. We're trying some shit. We're being, we're getting funky, but that's not something I want to be with uh, every day. Uh, right. And maybe, no, maybe it's not worth being poly. Maybe that's who I fuck, but that's, okay. that's, not, that's not who I'm being poly with. That's, that's less of a, a commitment. And then uh, I think I would marry the baby bell and be that's poly with the handy snack. That's a good choice. I love that. I actually think I agree with you completely on this because. Nice. Yes. Because I'm not a fan of a puff. I love a Cheeto, mm-hmm. but I don't love a puff. So if it's no. a cheese puff, 
I don't care very much. I want like the I want like the texture and like weight that comes with like whatever the fuck a Cheeto is. And yeah, it, it, it kind of melts in a weird way. Like it, it, the the puffing of it makes it so it sort of like uh, crushes and evaporates in a way that doesn't feel right. And and right. I, it's a, it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, no, 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 same. So I'm not. Yeah, I'm not that interested in that. Baby Bell cheese, classic. That's one of the snacks I was allowed to have growing up. That like. I don't know why that cheese is mushy, but it's great. And then you play with the wax and it's like, what are we doing? This is yeah, great. you can make a sweet ball with that wax and, <laughs> and throw it at somebody. It's pretty tight. <laughs> it's sick. So you have that. And then handy snacks is just fun. I love interactive food. It tastes like ass. Um, <laughs> but it, it's like, it tastes like straight palm oil, but it's like, it's so fun and easy cheese. This is all pretty interactive and cheese balls is the only thing that's not really interactive. Mm -hmm. So it really, it doesn't match up. Um, yeah. So I agree with you 100%, which is great. We're aligned. Nice. And then the last category is sour. So Fuck you yeah. mentioned you love sour. So it's going to be some hard decisions for you potentially. Um, okay. So here are your choices for Fuck, Mary Kill, Polly, sour. We've got Sour Patch Kids, classic. Mm -hmm. Warheads. Whoa. Another classic. Sour Straws. Goddamn. And sour worms. So this could be Yo. a texture thing for you. Okay. Uh, and again, these are hard choices. This is not something uh, I I I, I want to be careful that to and be clear that I do not make these decisions easy. But I'm <laughs> I'm I'm killing those sour worms, dog. They gotta die. Yeah. Uh, they're okay. not as sour as they should be, and. Uh, if I need a worm, I don't know. I can go somewhere else for that shit that, that ain't sour. Uh, okay. Yeah. So kill sour worms. Uh, I, oh, boy. Uh, shit. Uh, I think so. So then I have I have warheads. I have sour straws and I have yeah. uh, sour patch kids. Correct. I'm going to marry the sour straws. Those those are a love just short of uh, shock tarts that I would mm -hmm. be devastated to lose. I want to be with them forever, marrying the okay. sour straws. Uh, I am going to fuck the uh, warheads. Um, really like them, but could have and will continue to go without them. Uh, yeah. But if you get to smash one time, I, you know, warheads are great. The other issue with warheads is that the sour doesn't stay the whole time. So you, yeah. once you've sucked on it a little bit, the sour goes away and now you're just stuck with a, a shitty candy underneath it. Right. And so I'm fucking the warheads and then I will be poly with sour patch kids. Okay. I mean, so texturally you like it like a, you like a thick gummy. Yeah. Give me something <laughs> sturdy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
I actually also completely agree with all these choices because I like the texture of sour straws. What I like the most are sour strips, the Haribo. Oh. Sour strips. If they had better flavors, it would be dope. But it's like the perfect texture to just like suck on it. And then it's like a good gummy. And Mm -hmm. I just am like a fan of it. But sour straws are are great. Um, Yeah. And Sour Patch Kids blend in together. I feel it on the roof of my mouth right now. And like that, that will fuck up the roof of my mouth and then make it hard for me to enjoy anything. So I can only halfway engage. I don't know. It's like BDSM for me. You know what I mean? (laughs) Hurt me, daddy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's the whole sour game, though. You have to, like, be into the pain a little bit Uh because it's it's inevitable. I agree, though. A warhead would be a good fuck because it's intense. And it's like, it's flashy, it's romantic. Did you guys do like warhead, um, like contests in school, like just amongst the kids, like who could hold a warhead in their mouth the longest? I'm sure we did. And I'm sure that's why my taste buds don't work the way they're supposed to now. Yeah. We had to have been like doing inappropriate things with things that, uh, that truly numb your body in a way you'll never recover from. A hundred percent. The blue one was supposed to be actually nobody would fuck with the yellow one. Everybody would fuck with the blue one. And if you could hold the yellow one in your mouth the longest, it was like you were a king. Yeah. Um, Blue is blue is a uh, probably like blue raspberry. And that ain't mm -hmm. that's a gentle flavor. Whereas uh, a lemon lemon and it's meant to be more sour. Oh, boy. Yeah. Do you like lemon drops? I'd say it's a little old timey, but it's sour. They don't do, they're not sour enough. You know, it's the same sort of like vibe as like uh, lemon heads, which I like lemon heads, but mm-hmm. I'm always, that lemon heads are hit or miss of how sour they're actually going to be. Yeah. I Whereas, do need variety. Surprisingly, chewy lemon heads are much more consistent. If you get the, mm. the box of chewy lemon heads, those ones are are a little more predictable of of their sourness. Interesting. Okay, I uh, I agree with you on that. I also I think gummy worms. What I don't understand about sour worms is why they're milky. Like mm. why they have a milky color. Like why can't they? It bothers me, and they don't taste good. And I don't understand why they can't do the clear gummy worm just covered in sugar. Instead, they have to do a milky. Oh, you're bothered by them being like, uh, is is it opaque? They're like, uh, like pastel. They're, yeah, they're a little more like uh, stir, like not see through. Uh, in yeah. a way that, that the others are. It's off-putting for me personally, and they don't match up on flavor. So altogether, honestly, a fail. But I completely agree with you. And also they have Sour Patch Kids popsicles. I don't know if you're aware of that. I did not um, know that. And and God damn it, do I wish that I had found that out 12 years ago. I would have I know. eaten the shit out of them. 
You could try it now if you're feeling rowdy, but oh boy, it might might fuck you up. Yeah. Um. Well, you have been a great guest. This has been fucking fun. Shock yeah. tart A plus. Um. Are you gonna go get shock tarts now? Has it really like triggered that for you? I might go on I mean, Amazon and see. Uh, well, first of all, support my daddy Jeff Bezos. Love everything he's doing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta keep him being a trillionaire. Uh, Same but name. Yeah, I I might go fuck around and see if I can find like one of those uh, those unsanctioned crates of of shock tarts that are still uh, circulating out in the world. Do that and do me a favor and do yourself a favor by looking at the reviews for this candy on Amazon. <laughs> chef's kiss, so funny. Sure. Um. You got to look at the one star reviews specifically. People are furious at I this candy that. from 20 years ago. So check that out. Also, where can everybody find you? Plug all your shit. I'll post it in the info as well. Oh, great. Uh, you can find me at Langston Kerman on all uh, social media platforms. Nobody else wanted that name. So daddy got it. And uh, you can, you can. I guess uh, watch Southside on HBO yeah. Max. That that show is out, and I I helped write on it, and I play a small part in it. Uh, and uh, you can uh, watch Pause with Sam J. I had write that show, uh, and watch The Boys. I I play a character in that. And there's you know other shit, but those are the things that come to mind right this second. So do those things. Amazing. Yeah. Busy. Uh busy busy amazing well thank you again for being on the pod thank you everybody for listening get in the discord it's new i don't know how it works but do shit in it um <laughs> and <laughs> it's easier podcasts to have a discord no that sounds yeah. uh, like something that would make me terrified if people start talking back to the bad decisions i'm making on my podcast mm, well you're just not desperate enough for attention um <laughs> Thank you for listening. Thanks for being on the pod. I will see you guys next time.